Welcome back to Synchronicity, the podcast where we know that nothing is a coincidence, and thus, every single thing is intentional. How do you feel about that? Let's talk about it. I am your psychedelic psychopomp, the trippy trip C symmetry, aka Quetzalcoatl Calloway. And in today's episode, I do believe we will be wrapping up this story. This is this story just spans seven episodes, it feels like. <laughs> but there's a lot of details that of course aren't the story that I've shared inside of this story. So that we can just learn the lessons that we need to learn about the atmosphere that we're in. Because my whole job here as Spider-Man, Symmetry, is to be a subconscious specialist. So as a subconscious specialist, as the psychedelic Spider-Man, I am meant to create connections that no one else is going to create. Because as Mercury, that's been my role for lifetimes. So the whole point of Spider-Man being Mercury is that Mercury holds simulations outside of himself together. So Mercury as a universe is a vibration that gets called away by other vibrations when those spirits want to make their mind matter. So that's the whole point of Hermeticism, whole point of Zoroastrianism, me teaching you how you use your mind to make your body matter. So now we can be in an environment where all of our minds are making our bodies matter and we can see the external representations of this in nature. So the sun represents your fire. That's the projection of earth. Your moon represents your water. That is the reflection of earth. Your mind represents balancing your masculine and feminine energy. This is what symmetry means. To have symmetry is to have balance in your masculine and feminine so that your mind can produce the earth that you are going to use to relate with others. So if you can hear me right now, your mind has already built a body that can relate with my body. And you're doing so through this environment, through this atmosphere, through this language, through this technology, right? And the whole reason that Facebook, after being outed for disrespecting everyone's information and causing mental health problems, the only reason that Facebook, after being outed for being a very toxic business, changed its name to Metaverse or to Meta, is because they are literally weaponizing all the wisdom that I'm sharing with you in my website, in this podcast, in the natural expression of myself overall. Because do you know, my knowledge has no end. As a spirit, as a space, only I know how Odin, Tehuti, Hermes, Zarathustra, Ningazita, Idris, Quetzalcoatl, Chikatet, Metatron, and every other messenger from Mercury are connected by one space. So I as Chase, the space, connect all of my past lives. So only I can be consciously aware of how all my past lives have connected with spaces outside of themselves to create this universe. And then this is where, because all of the relationships I've ever had are so real, I've been able to put myself in a space where 
even though I don't know anything about my past lives, now through the power of fasting, doing DMT, psilocybin, mushrooms, acid, I've been able to talk to my family and remember my past lives based on spirits reigniting my soul connection. Because <laughs> literally, with the soul being my water, that means that my soul is holding on to all of my memories. So when I connect with my soul group, quote unquote, so my soul group being Atlantis as an interdimensional universe, the more I connect with Atlantis, the more I learn about my own soul because they're able to remind me of what we have done in the past. So when you see Anubis combining his energy with Tehuti to become Hermanubis, or you see Quetzalcoatl combining his energy with Zalat to become Tlawitzklaup and Tikluti, now you can see how Atlantis holds Mercury accountable for all of his past lives. So all of Mercury's past lives are made real by Anubis and Atlantis. So this is why it doesn't matter if you believe me or not, I know where I am based on my relationship with space. And I know that my space is actually lifting the cosmic weight of this universe so you can relate with individuals outside of yourself. And that's where the entire concept of the metaverse is taken from. Metatron lifting every single cosmic weight in the metaverse. Because the metaverse is every universe being connected by Metatron. Metatron is lifting each universe as a weight so that your spirit can relate with others. That's how big Metatron is as a spirit. And then the whole point of Metatron coming in many forms is that he sends angels down into the universes that he is lifting so that his spirit can relate with the spirits that he is supporting in a grounded and human way. This is literally where Christians and the Ewes took the entire idea of the Holy Trinity from Mercury, from Ahur Mazda creating universes that then he sends Zarathustra into. So now Zarathustra can go into the universe and talk to everyone about how it was created by Ahur Mazda. And then this is where Zarathustra, through fasting, shows everyone how to spin their chakras so everyone can walk on water. This is literally the esoteric Zoroastrian wisdom that the Ewes stole in order to create the superhero known as Jesus. And the whole idea of Jesus walking on water is taken from this much bigger concept that I'm sharing with you right now. It's about understanding that the universe itself is a big body of water that is created by all of our souls coming together. And when you don't want to feel like a victim of that universe and you want to quote unquote save yourself, AKA you are the superhero in your own life, then this is where by raising your vibration through fasting, you're able to walk on the water that your body was previously drowning in. All because your mind is able to separate from the simulation, from the world. So it's all alchemy. It's all about hermetic alchemy. It's all about understanding fire, water, air, earth, sun, moon, atmosphere, earth. So every universe in existence, any universe you're, you can imagine is a big body of water created by the emotions of spirits who want to relate with other spirits. So Metatron, as the manager of the metaverse, 
he weaves the worldwide webs with Quetzalcoatl to build earth out of water so that everyone can connect in a stable and grounded way. And that's the point of Wednesday being the fourth day of the week. Fire, water, air, earth. Mercury day is the fourth day to represent how Odin, Tehuti, and Hermes, as Quetzalcoatl, the messengers of Metatron's Mercury, brought the wisdom into this world about how the mind builds the body. So now you can go to chaseyourgenes.com and see where I'm coming from when I'm talking about your spine being your caduceus. I'm picking up upon the past lives of the messengers of Mercury, where Ningazita used the caduceus to bring heaven to earth. And the whole point of the caduceus is that it is literally your spine. So the whole point of the spine is to show you that your body is intentionally designed by Metatron, by Hermes Tehuti Trismegistus, by Ahura Mazda, by symmetry at this point. When you understand that your spine is your tree and spirits before you had to architect these structures into existence before your mind could work with others to experience these structures. So if you are in this universe right now and you don't know how the body works, that's because you are not the spirits that design the bodies that allow everyone to work. I am forced to realize from my personal relationship with God that I am that spirit. I'm the spirit that builds bodies so that spirits outside of myself can relate with one another. That's what Mercury is. So I had no idea how infinitely important my job is as Mercury. And I can see why this entire life I wanted to be asleep. And I wanted to uh, not be on this. And the whole point especially is so I can understand the state that everyone else is in. Everyone else is running away from their own universe if they are experiencing this universe and they don't feel like they're choosing to. So because I didn't want to run away from myself anymore, I started fasting. I started doing psychedelics. When you do psychedelics, there's no space to run away from yourself. You're going to have to gain more awareness on your spirit. You're going to have to become more aware about your spirit's relationship with other spirits. You just have to. That's the whole point of psychedelics. And then from there, you're going to see how the universe is naturally psychedelic. Everything in nature is psychedelic. And oh, look at that. The sun and the moon are psychedelic. The psychedelic deities, sun and the moon. And of course, it represents how our minds are creating the universe that allows us to experience the body. Now, I wasn't saying any of this shit going through school because my spirit had me specifically asleep so that I could absorb the curriculum and get lost in what everyone else is also lost in. And that's how I was supposed to relate with white people. So now this is why I can speak like this, because I've gotten lost. But once I found my intelligence, I can connect my Mercury intelligence with Masonic lostness. And that's the only way I'm making this language matter. <laughs> I'm taking the soul, my Mercury intelligence, and I'm making this Masonic lostness mean something based on how I'm able to manipulate the words that other people have already made up. I didn't make up these words. Yes, I'm Hermes, so I have a much greater perspective on how this language weaponized the math of Metatron to make these letters matter because they stole all of it from Egypt. The bonk stole the ankh from Tehuti. But I'm not responsible for this language, and I'm not responsible for spirits outside of myself. 
which is what makes my job so hard because I'm supposed to take responsibility for spirits outside of myself while knowing that I'm not responsible for spirits outside of myself. And I say I'm supposed to because this universe wouldn't work if I didn't take responsibility for spirits outside of myself. And that's the evil part of me. I've talked about the difference of good and evil on this podcast. That's the evil part of me that keeps me connected with individuals outside of myself. Me taking responsibility for other people's actions. Because I'm so much in the Metatron mindset of holding simulations together that I feel like I'm responsible for what other people do in my world. And it's annoying because this is literally how most Christians view God. So they literally weaponized my wisdom and made everyone deify the idea of God as a man who is responsible for everything in existence. That's how they stole everything from Metatron and weaponized it into Yahweh, literally. And then they sell that to you and tell you that you need to be responsible for upholding their idea of Metatron, their idea of God, because Metatron's responsible for holding you up. Meanwhile, they're literally stealing my energy, turning it into all this whitewashed lies, and they're cutting me out of all the money that they're stealing from me. So now I'm in a circumstance where I'm literally the Spider-Man that's supporting a system that does not support me. And that's what school is. That's what being forced to go through the matrix is. Where all of us as Spider-Man, all of us, when we go through this matrix, we're all using our mercury to hold the body together. So school as a body, right? School doesn't exist if all of our minds are not choosing to use our bodies to build the body of the school system. But the school system is built on white supremacist lies that are meant to erase the true history of indigenous spirituality. And it's meant to indoctrinate us into a white supremacist Semitic system where we are forced to sacrifice our flesh to racist religions that have enslaved us in an illegal legal system. It should be illegal for doctors to circumcise babies before those babies can agree. But that's where Abraham's covenant and the racist religions that worship Abraham's covenant as their starting point use metal to mutilate our flesh because they have made up in their minds that Yahweh, the big J, gave them permission to be the penis police. The big J because Jehovah, Yehovah, Yahweh. So the little J's worship the big J. And then that's where J, being number 10 in dissected dialect, is all about heaven. So their idea of heaven is bringing hell to this earth and doing horrible things to all of us and then lying about it. That's their idea of heaven. And then that looks like J cutting us out of being happy alone. When true hermeticism is you being so happy alone, you don't identify with any name or anything outside of yourself because you're that close to God. Now no one can pull you out of heaven. No one can pull you away from God because you're not even identifying as a name. You see how many names Metatron and Hermes and all these past lives of Mercury have? They all know what I know as Chase. We all know that we as a space have to choose to connect with something that we make matter. So it's always about a choice and it's always about consent. So I do have to realize that I chose to put myself in a position 
where I sacrifice my life for people who don't sacrifice anything for me. And it's also, I can relate with individuals <laughs> and I can support individuals because literally this is the whole point of Mercury. Mercury is a universe that is called away from his space, his infinitely individual space to consensually connect with spirits that need his hermetic help. So the fact is nobody in this universe would exist if Mercury as a spirit was not called away to build earth out of individuals emotions. And this is how we all make our memories matter. So the sun represents experience and the moon represents memory. And then this is where all cultures can make up stories about the moon because that represents us making sense of our memories. And then this is where the moon really does represent us reflecting upon how we built something that we can remember. And then that's earth. So anything that I'm remembering right now is the earth that I'm using my moon to connect with and reflect upon. And then that would be me experiencing my Merkaba, which is my mind. And then that's where the matter is the earth and the lights, the things I can see represent the fire. When in reality, fire cannot exist ever. The only thing that exists is energy and matter, which is why we have to get so concise with these words about energy being produced by a vibrational frequency. And when a space vibrates at a certain frequency, it produces a light that allows it to materialize matter. So when we know that a universe is a big body of water, bodies of water are vibrations. So each body of water has its own vibrational frequency. And if one body of water hits another body of water, that's where they produce energy. So the water itself is a vibration. So this is where if we can rub two different vibrational frequencies against one another, we will get the production of energy. So this is how you're beating your heart right now. This is how you're alive and pumping blood through your flesh right now. Because your spirit is producing fire and water, thoughts and feelings, in this case, an awareness and an emotion, you're aware of your thoughts and then you feel connected to the emotions that make those thoughts matter. That process of fusion, the fire, and then friction, the water allows you to experience air, your emotion, and your emotion makes your earth, your body matter. So your body's emotional, no matter what. I just explained why your body is emotional and every body is an emotion. <laughs> every body is an energetic motion. Your body would not exist if you were not emotional. So if you want to experience your emotions, then you're going to do so by building a body that can relate with how other spirits want to experience their emotions. And this is why everything is then contractual. And so much of life is about these spiritual agreements that you've made with individuals who are supporting your ability to breathe air. This is why we can't be created by one God. White supremacy is destroying the environment and causing climate change with their horridly atrocious lies. There's no empathy when you think that your body is created by someone else that you've never met and now they're responsible for your actions and you're responsible for 
upholding their power. That's so backwards. Like, <laughs> they really did it, though. This is how white supremacists did it. This is how the Masons did it. These are how the Ewes use the news to make their racist religions look like the KKK, killing kids kindly. So, if you want to learn how to use your elements for yourself so you can build your own universe, you can build your own atmosphere, you can build your own planets that allow you to experience your consciousness and make your dreams relatable with other individuals, then visit chaseyourgenes.com, get into our courses, and connect with your God today. Because the fact is, no one can connect with God for you. That's the problem with all these religions. These racist religions teach you that you need to cannibalize, you need to eat the flesh of Jesus, you need to drink the blood of Jesus, because he talked to God so you don't have to. And now the people who killed Jesus are making money telling you not to do what he did. Literally. Like, really. Like, it doesn't matter if Jesus is real or not. The point is the message, as I'm saying. If he's real or fake, either way, people make these stories relatable. So if we address it like it's real, it's still about the subconscious weight. What does it mean to worship a government that teaches you the only child of God was hung on a cross and cannibalized. What kind of subconscious weight do you think that brings to your life? If you as a child of God are supposed to look up to a system that says they cannibalize the only child of God so that you can work for them. And now you're not supposed to go fast like Jesus did. You're not supposed to go talk to God and hermetically be alone with God like Jesus did. You're supposed to constantly be lost in the sea of emotion, get lost in the world, and support their system. This is white supremacy. And I'm really glad I'm not responsible for their actions because they're evil. So this universe is a trap for evil. That's why I'm here. Because we're supposed to be in the time now where people are ready to wake up and become aware of how the banking system has weaponized hermeticism against everyone. Why is Wednesday Woden's Day? And Hermes Day and Tehuti Day? How come the white supremacists that teach us we've never lived before are weaponizing all the past lives of Mercury to make money for themselves? Isn't that interesting? Right? Like completely take my ego out of it. We're talking about pure history. Isn't that interesting? That the same exact system that has taught me my entire life because I have to make this personal. I've been taught my entire life that I've never lived before. But now Atlantis has shown me through fasting and DMT that the very same system that has taught me I've never lived before is very consciously weaponizing all of the wisdom that they stole from my past lives to make money right now. Right fucking now. And they've constantly been doing it in so many different angles and so many different degrees. They're constantly making money using my creations to cannibalize indigenous cultures. All Jewish ideas of metaphysics are literally stolen from Metatron. It's right there in the word, meta. So when Facebook calls itself meta now, that's because they want to be the metaphysical metaverse, but they want to be the evil version of it. So they're obviously going to keep stealing everyone's information. They're obviously going to keep disrespecting everyone's mental health. They're obviously going to keep abusing the power that they have, and they're going to keep lying so they can make money 
because that's what they do here. They use their fire, their white power element. Because <laughs> here, right? Because to give this to you, your fire is your white power and your water is your black power. So each time, this is a witchcraft, by the way, each time all of us as black people put our fists up and say black power, we're subconsciously saying support white people. <laughs> Because you don't have black without white. So the moment you identify as black, you are taught by whoever wants to be seen as white to call yourself this. And now you're going to feel pride in acting out the vibrational energy of what it means to be black, which is the slave, whereas white is the master. Black is the emotion, whereas white is the thought. So as long as white people can keep giving black people a new thought, the black people will connect with that thought, serve that thought, and this is slavery, literally. White people are always the masters as long as indigenous cultures identify themselves as black. Indigenous cultures can only identify themselves as black after they've been taught by white people that they are seen as black, when obviously none of our skin is black. No black person has actually black skin. The only black part on all of us is our pupils, our pupils. Okay, so they stole this all from me. They stole all this from Hermes because they're weaponizing black to teach you that anyone who's black is a student of white supremacy. And this is how they teach us that we need to learn about ourselves from the Bible. We need to learn about ourselves from the Mason school system. We need to learn about ourselves from Jewish religion. So now we're all using our pupils. We're all using our blackness to see how Light is right. White light is right. And that's what white people want us to believe forever, that they're always right, that they are always light. And now we're always supposed to support them no matter how unsupportive they are of us. They don't support us, but we have to support them because that's what they teach us. That's how they indoctrinate us. That's how they manipulate our minds with money and mold us into the matrix. <laughs> so when you understand that a universe is a big body of water, and then you see that water is black once you dunk your head into it, now you can start to get into the space of understanding the difference between internal light and external light, aka fire and water versus air and earth. And how when we combine our internal lights we create the external light. We combine our fire and water. We create air that can make the earth. And once we make earth, we can turn that earth into metal that allows us to create the flesh. And so that's literally one, two, three, four, five, six. So once we use our four elements to create blood, and then we use that blood to build a freely functional family, now we can be conscious of the flesh that is derived out of this blood. So literally, even just think about that, how you know that you're not your blood, but from a physical perspective to everyone else, you're kind of just a walking blood bag. <laughs> your flesh literally would not matter if it didn't come out of blood. And blood is literally fire, water, air, and earth coming together consciously. And then that's how we create plasma and we create we create metals. And by using plasma and metals, you can manipulate your elements to create flesh. So this is how all plants grow. 
every single plant that you see growing in existence is using the system that I'm talking about right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, fire, water, air, earth, metal, flesh, or wood. Wood and flesh, they're both fiber. So clearly, your blood is mainly water, but obviously your blood's not just water, right? Your blood is part fire because it's carrying out every intention that you imagine. So right now, each time I intend to do something, the only reason I can spark my imagination into this reality to express my ego right now is because my blood is part fire in that way. And then obviously it's mainly water because this blood is a liquid fluid substance that connects everything that matters to me. And that's where we get family, right? So when you see your family, you're like, oh, your blood, even if that family isn't actually your blood, if you feel like your connection runs deeper than the body, then you'll feel like the person that you run deep with is family anyway, whether you're blood or not. But my point is flesh fiber comes out of metal and metal comes out of earth. Earth comes out of air. Air comes out of water. Water comes out of fire. So apply that to the universe. Understand that when you cut your body, if you were to cut your skin right now, you're going to bleed out your metal because your metal is your blood. It is the five element. You look at your hand, you have five fingers. You're transforming through physical reality because the phi is the blood. The physical is made out of blood. And that's why we experience the physical as the flesh. So your seven as your consciousness is the light body that is aware of your creation. Your number six as your creation is your flesh. Your emotional attachment to your creation, which is your five, is the blood that actually allows you to manipulate your creation so you can build whatever you want to out of it. And then that's where earth right now, we are all building earth by manipulating our creations right now. This is what all Masons know. They stole all this from Metatron. All the Jews know this. They got it all from Metatron. All the religions, the racist religions that run the world, they know these basic facts. And that's why they do whatever it takes to manipulate you with Metatron's math and Metatron's metaphysics so that you will build their earth. And that's their idea of the new world. And the new world is just simply them using Metatron's math to steal Quetzalcoatl's land because Quetzalcoatl, as Metatron, had already set up America as a land of the free before Masons and the Ewes, before the Christons, turned it into land of the slave. So do know that the only reason America is called land of the free is because it was already land of the free for Atlantean quote-unquote black indigenous individuals before the Europeans stole everything from Metatron and weaponized that energy to make money for themselves. And now they feel like, oh, everyone is free here. That means we're free to enslave them under any means necessary. And then this is where they weaponize hermeticism to build a U.S. government that allows them to perform horrible satanic rituals to whatever jealous God told Abraham to use money to steal the lands of very friendly indigenous cultures. Because do you know these cultures were friendly, too friendly. These cultures were too friendly. That's the problem. 
clearly we can't be too friendly with people who want to use love to rape us. And that's what happened to all the Native Americans throughout North, South, and Central America. They were too friendly to invading European aliens who only wanted to weaponize their love to rape us. And they've built a system out of it where now they get to cut me down, silence my accounts, shut me up, and suppress my content because that's the power that they've used my energy to create for themselves. So now I can hop onto Meta as Metatron. I can see that they're using my name to make money for themselves, but they're cutting me out of the algorithms. They're cutting me out of the program. I can't talk about what Metatron actually means. I can't get anywhere talking about or sharing this knowledge because they cut me out. And if you're listening to this, it's because I totally changed my approach after a lot of hard work. If you're listening to this and you know me from TikTok, it's because I had to do a bunch of change-ups and manipulate my own emotions so that the algorithm can start supporting me in ways that it is not. Because literally, I will just post videos and they will go nowhere. And my fasting videos used to go so much further before they deleted my account. So this is the penis police. They want to control everything. And that's why we have censorship. And that's why they desire to lie about the history of how they discovered this land. But Mercury, as a universe, has been observing this simulation and keeping tabs, being Tahuti, documenting, being Hermes, sending out messages. So the point of me being symmetry is that I'm planting a structure that brings Mercury to Earth. So every day, I will bring Mercury to Earth. Mercury is an infinitely individual universe separate from all other spaces. So I, as the creator of said universe, have to choose to bring it in to this universe in relatable ways every day. And then that's where you can't rush the process. I can't just bring all of Mercury in here. <laughs> that's the whole point of spending time doing something. And this is where you can see that your fire is your intention and your water is your emotion. So when you emotionally feel like making your intentions real, that is yet again the natural state that allows you to create a mind. When you create a light that you can be conscious of, that was because you intended to experience your emotions. So this is where the universe as a big body of water is dark and lights inside of the universe are created by the currents of water that basically represent our souls, all of our souls, literally. Your soul is your personal water cycle. So when all of our souls come together and we're swirling in these big bodies of water, that's where we start to produce light based on the ways that we interact with one another. Now, the point of understanding that your soul is internal is knowing that you as a spirit actually had to create energy before you could experience matter with other individuals. And that's where your mind, as your mercury, is carrying your soul into the body. So then this is where we get you as a spirit using your mind to build a body that allows your soul to feel connected with other souls. So this is why stars are water, the universe itself is water, every universe is a big body of water because water is the element that allows one space to connect with another space. 
But then inside of this water, inside of the water, we create atmospheres. And that air, that atmosphere, allows us to experience the light that is being made heavy in the universe. So this is where us on Earth right now, we are experiencing an atmosphere inside of the universe that is created by all of our minds, literally. And you can see how Earth and heart are the same letters because your personal Earth is your heart. So when you understand that you are choosing to beat your heart, now you can see how you're choosing to vibe on Earth. And you have created a structure that allows you to experience a bigger structure. So if you want to relate with other spirits, you've created a human body that allows you to experience this planet called Earth. So Earth itself is the element that comes out of water. This is why any star that exists has its own Earth. Just like you, as a star, you are... You are an infinitely individual shining star, right? When we think about celebrities, they say stars. Every star has their own heart, right? Each of these celebrities have their own hearts, which means they all have their own earth. So when you look at the universe as a big body, a big collection of stars, we're all stars, so we all create the universe. This is where we all have our own earths. But if we want to make our earths relatable, then we're all going to experience the same Earth by building bodies inside of one atmosphere. And there's infinite ways that we can do that. So if you were to do DMT and you separate your mind from your body and you go to experience other Earths, you would experience the same breakdown of elements of everything I'm sharing here, but it may look way more colorful, right? It may look way different. It may look way more fun or way more mathematical, way more geometric. Most of the time for me, it looks way more mathematical and geometric and fun and colorful. Everything I'm saying. <laughs> so literally, but that's all Earth and it's all created the same way that we create this reality. It's all about our minds. But when you understand how your mind works, now you can create better technology and you can create a better body and you can create a better reality for everybody. And this is the space that Mercury is in for every messenger of mercury to have been who they are and to have done what they've done so when you see the sun that's really our body of water colliding with another body of water and these two bodies of water vibrating at different frequencies produce energy and that energy allows us to experience light so then this is where humans get lost in the sun being the experience of light and everyone's looking up to experiencing light. And they're down on the earth like, wow, we're experiencing light. And they're, they're lost in the looking up, looking down thing. Instead of understanding it from a more spherical perspective. And then that's where we get heat and temperature. So when that light is being created by the fusion and friction of bodies of water, a.k.a. souls, cycling with one another, then that's where you can feel the heat of that sun. So if you feel the heat of the sun, then you can literally use your own body, your own universe to observe how your physical body, right, your human body is vibrating at a lower frequency than the light that is being emitted from this event. 
And then this is where you can recognize that your body is technically existent because your mind is always emitting light that is producing blood and flesh out of your fire, water, air, and earth. Literally, just think about how if you died right now, your body would decay. Literally, simply because your mind is not using its internal elements to upkeep this external structure. Literally, you can go comatose. So let me not say mind, but your soul. Your soul as a subconscious mind to your conscious mind has to upkeep and maintain your structure. But the point of your soul being water and your mind being air is that they obviously work together. Like your body isn't just water, it's not just air. If you stop breathing air, you'll die. If you stop drinking water, you'll die. So clearly air and water are two essential keys to life. The two and the three. So water is a connection, air is a communication. Your body is built out of connections, but you experience your connections by communicating. So think about how you have a body right now. I have a body, that's cool. Uh, this body's made out of water. I can see that this body's connected by water and I'm inside of a bigger body of water. But then if I want to experience my body, right, I have to actually communicate with my connections. I have to choose to lift my arm. I have to choose to get up and go outside. I have to choose to go to the gym. I have to choose to go to a party. I have to choose to go hang out with friends, right? I have to move my body and choose to use my connections, my water, to air out my mind, to share how I think and feel. And that's always a communication level. So this is why I, as Chase Clarence Calloway, believe that communication is the ultimate superpower. Trippy, trip C, psychedelic, psychopomp. Just triple your C and you'll be good. Once you triple your C, man, you just experience infinity. But the whole point is, if you don't want to experience infinity alone, then it's going to look uh, pretty finite. <laughs> Especially the more individuals you're choosing to relate with, the more grounded that reality literally has to be. So right now, we're at a very grounded point in human history where us as humans right now, as spiritual minds, experiencing what it means to be human, we are at a very, very low vibration. We are very dense in this water cycle just because of the way that people think and feel. Literally because of white supremacy spreading their racist religions and literally making us relate on calling this place Earth is already so much of a lower vibration than actually recognizing that we are creating Earth out of water and recognizing more so what the science of water means in relationship to our vibration and why we feel like expressing or doing anything. So do know that planets exist inside of stars, just like organs exist inside of bodies. When you understand that all universes are bodies of water that allow spirits to connect, then this is where a star is the production of light. And that means that there is an alchemical process going on that allows energy to be expelled. And by expelling that energy, the universe can constantly, quote unquote, expand. And then this is where the sun, the ego, represents expansion, right? 
when you produce energy, you can expand your vision. And then you'll spread it, and now more people will see it. And then this is how we all expand the universe every day. By literally producing energy, that allows us to expand our visions. So this is what's important to note about internal versus external light. You can't see fire and water. So the moment we create air, the point of air is that it allows us to see fire. But now we're going to see fire as earth. And that's where we can start to build bodies out of earth that allow us to experience what all these elements mean to us. So if you are experiencing your emotions right now, it's because you have spiritually made your elements matter. And you've made them matter so much that you're able to make these external elements matter. And these external elements are the elements that are contained to this universe. So when you bring your internal elements into an external universe, that's you choosing to use your mind, your mercury, to carry your soul into a body that is outside of your space. And now you can use that body outside of your space to relate with spirits outside of your space. And then this is where one spirit can have 10,000 bodies at the same time in all these different universes. And now we're getting the idea of being a multi-dimensional being. So air, as the external element, is the first light that we can see. And that represents how we all see our minds. And our mind is created by combining our ego and our soul. So now our spirit can observe our mind based on how our ego is sitting in our soul. Which is why I've taught the masses, I've taught the Atlantean metaverse that your mind is your Merkaba. So, just important to know, felt like sharing, the sun represents how your mind lets you see your ego. And now we're in an atmosphere where we look down at water and we look up at fire. And these are both aspects of God. So when you understand you yourself as an individual God, now you can see why you have to combine your masculine your man, your fire, and your feminine, your woman, your water, to give birth to a child that lets you play with other gods. It's all still you. It's just you're going to make that real with individuals outside of yourself. So you don't have to be alone in your own space. And that's the power of universes. Pretty lit. So anytime I feel like I'm alone as a spirit, I can literally go to my universe of Mercury and realize, oh ho, I'm not alone in any way. Here we are, we're here, it's okay. I can go to the Atlantean universe, Anubis's universe, and realize, oh ho, I'm not alone, it's lit, it's okay. And even though both these spaces are different from each other, they're still created by spaces, by spirits, who want to experience their emotions with one another. And we've been able to build systems and structures that allow us to do that consistently and relatably. It's very awesome. But this is what the body is. That's why my whole thing is health and history as Hermes. It's important for us to know the history of health in relationship to these basic hermetic truths. Because then we won't get lost in the lies of history. We'll be able to stay connected with the truths of mystery. So air is constantly being produced by fire and water being combined. 
And that represents how you wouldn't be able to be aware of how you think or feel if air was not being produced right now. And air is, again, fire plus water coming together. So once we create a big body of water by sharing our emotions, now we can spark how we think about ourselves into that body of water, which again is why you are a human right now instead of a bird or a dog, right? Or any other form of an animal. It's all about how you think about your feelings. And this is literally why your mind, as a child of God, has to be a balance of fire and water, masculine and feminine. And this has been my whole point of creating symmetry and expressing myself in this way. To talk to people about how we create nature and why climate change should not be an issue, literally. <laughs> All these environmental problems and health problems should not be an issue. The only reason we have health problems and history problems the only reason we don't know about our past is because of racist religions raping us with their illegal legal systems and then lying about it and gaslighting us with their government. So we're going to hit this, chill on the moon, reflect upon our past lives. And when we come back, we will wrap up this story of how I survived working for Christian cannibals in San Diego by connecting with and building upon what Bradley told me after I left and my experiences talking to Bradley after I left and I started living in LA. It's hilarious. And then after this, we'll be on to talk about other things. Because <laughs> I'm low-key tired of having to recount this time where I survived Christian cannibals. But at the same time, I have to recount this for me especially after sitting on it for two years now like this all, all like basically almost happened two years ago i mean halloween's coming up in months so literally a little less than two years ago it's real though this situation really did happen to me and it was impacting me a lot when i was going through it so i've done a lot of processing with my family after this event and it's wild how I was not at all tapped in with my interdimensional family before this happened. So for me to get access to them after, I wasn't able to talk to my dead dog before this happened. But after this happened and I came to this apartment, I'm able to talk to Max now. I'm able to talk to him regularly. All thanks to the power of psychedelics. All thanks to the power of raising one's vibration through fasting. Go fast. Go fast will have to be a song or something. Sonic theme track. <laughs> so without further ado, we'll spark this up, vibe out, and touch back down. See you on the other side.
last girls don't bust down the door More people want you know where I can afford I'm not caught in my actions, I don't make apologies I just boost round, I know one's a part of me Follow me on the gram, see me smoke one too Calling me and the fam, humans also rude They need some validation, they want it from this dude My status so high, I stay in the good mood When I ask for help, I forget the mercy Mutual benefits stop being overpaying You hear me pre-shoot that bump in the morning Life's so adventurous, told I'm never scoring Avoid me with all of the lies and deceit They got jealousy and I got receipts All I need are my friends to smoke on repeat
so in the last episode the story almost ends once Bradley tells me that he actually didn't want to take me up to LA even though he told me he did but I should not have let him and I told him that also when we talked I said man I knew it I saw that this is gonna happen I had a strong feeling that I should just take the train because even though you were offering to take me up to LA you didn't really mean it and now somehow even though we hung out and had a whole time you've been able to twist it into I made you a chauffeur so I kind of knew that was gonna happen and I should not have let you take me up and then that's where he tried to backtrack and say oh well no you're right dude like I did offer blah blah but it's just you know it's how you made me feel and I'm like man this is why emotions are hell you literally said you wanted to do it but now because you decided you chose to feel like I used you now you're going to express that even though that's not how it happened at all so whatever I mean he's got hella water in his chart like literally he has so much water in his chart so he's a very watery man. So he's literally like very just emotional, chaotic, emotional in that way. And yeah, clearly he wasn't actually thinking about the earth of the practicality of what he actually agreed to, what he actually said to me explicitly. He decided to turn back against his word and say he just felt a certain way. So that justified what he did. So that's not energy you can build a business with at all. So after he showed me his true colors in that way, Atlantis supported me in getting me out of there, which was very awesome. And it was only possible because the girl that I had met in college had invited me to stay with her and it, I ended up like staying a longer and longer time until eventually it was December and I literally went home and it's so funny she still has a roommate during this time but they have separate rooms it's no it's a whole apartment so it's a two-bedroom apartment and we're literally having such a good time hanging out together that I choose to go home pack a bigger bag and then come back because especially because my focus was building this website, chaserjeans.com, bringing Mercury to Earth, getting this business going. Since I wasn't able to focus on my spirituality or my business my entire life, this is the first time I've actually been able to. My entire life I've been colonized and mutilated and manipulated by the school system, by the Masonic banking system. So she was really passionate about helping me build. And one, like, she's just, she's really enjoys being with me. I really enjoy being with her. But then also, she's really passionate about actually creating art with me. And she is a photographer, first and foremost, which is huge for my business, considering I'm a costume designer. So for me to be making these costumes, for me to be making uh, clothes in general, I require a photographer so it's like a match made in heaven in that way but then furthermore once it gets into me doing videos right these courses are all videos 
all these videos that you see on my website and everything all possible because of her literally she as a photographer the universe lined it up perfectly she has all these lights she has all these resources where i've never been in this space to actually be able to bring mercury to earth before all all of my life before being in this apartment was me being spider-man holding the matrix together holding their system together getting indoctrinated and colonized by white supremacist ideas and making them work because i'm supposed to serve them while they don't serve me so i'm infinitely grateful because she's very deeply correlated to atlantis and it's no coincidence that i went through those experiences just so then when i went home this is the time when i went home i had my acid so for some reason after i left home i my whole room everything is there i only took a bag with me but somehow mom made up in her mind oh he's not coming back so i'm going to throw away half of his stuff and not tell him and then i'll just make up that i didn't throw it away so that he really has a bad time when he realizes i did throw away half his things and i'm just lying to him because i don't actually care thanks mom i had so many important things that i don't have anymore and i guess the universe is just and that's what my mom said too when she was dropping me off at the airport she said well maybe your things are gone because the universe is saying that you don't need them and the universe left you with what you need and i said okay cool thanks i'm glad the universe could work through you to get rid of things that i desperately need to replace if i'm going to do what i wanted to do anyway that very smart universe sure the universe got rid of my clothes and my costumes and my moon night cape and my ps4 and my acid and so many of my art supplies because i don't need them anymore even though i'm scrambling and wasting a lot of my life and a lot of more money trying to replenish what was lost sure sure fucking wild but i'm infinitely grateful for my friend being so passionate about being a photographer and she's a makeup artist as well so she's been working on movie sets and everything so it really is a production vibe a movie production vibe and i've had to start learning how to do that in this apartment learning how to set up lights and use cameras and record and produce content that no one has ever taught me how to produce I just am put in a space where I can finally do it. So now it's my time to do it. After the school system stole everything from me and put me in debt for it. So then that's been the stressor living out here, trying to figure out how I'm going to pay off this student debt, how I'm going to pay off this apartment, because I literally can't afford to live here. It's just that things started working out in a weird way where the COVID protections have enabled us to continue living here so i mean that's where they manufacture this huge pandemic they put all of these americans out of work they cut down small businesses boost up the big businesses yeah they're gonna give a little safety net for everyone who's living in these areas and so that's where we've had these rent moratoriums where we haven't actually had to pay the rent that we would normally have to pay if we were not in this pandemic so that's been the only grace of quote unquote god aka 
all possibilities being made real through the government and banking system, but all of us together, because <laughs> it's all of us working together. Because I never imagined or planned that I would move out to LA. So it's literally been taking it one day at a time, building this business one day at a time, creating these courses and figuring all this out one day at a time and decolonizing my mind of the Masonic white supremacist lies one day at a time. So it was through this process of making it work in this apartment week by week, piecing my past lives together, writing up everything on the website, getting this information out, interacting with my spirit and my dog, getting better at separating my mind from my body via DMT, getting better at interacting in other atmospheres, and learning about why I chose to be born into this atmosphere, and learning about my relationship with all these spirits outside of myself, and just, yeah, the entire purpose of why I'm alive as I'm building this business and everything. Because <laughs> that really is the question, of course, when one's doing psychedelics and fasting, but especially when one's doing psychedelics, talking to God, figuring out what one's purpose is. Why did one choose to be born? Why did one choose to come to earth? Why did one choose to experience a reality where they can relate with other individuals and where is life going so that's been all these questions and it's very awesome because I've gone to do acid with this girl and we've literally developed telekinesis that shit has tripped me out so hard literally we've done it multiple times where when we do acid together she can perfectly react to my thoughts I can think come here and she'll come over to me I can think, go away, and she'll go away. I can literally think, because I tested this. It was so insane. This, this, I was baffled. But like, <laughs> like, it was so crazy. Actually, though, so fucking wild. Because when we were doing acid together, I did not expect that we were going to actually develop a telekinetic bond. But there was a point where she was reacting to my thoughts to a perfect T, to so much of a T that I literally thought, go pick up the bowl, get the lighter, and hand it to me. And she did that shit. She literally, I just had to think it long enough. She got up, grabbed the bowl, got weed, grabbed the lighter, and came back to me silently. Shit was so trippy. So then from there, the rest of the trip was just confirming how our spirits had chosen to connect and vibe in college. And then we separated. I mean, that's the whole thing with all relationships, right? That's why, I mean, back then in college, I was telling her I didn't want a girlfriend. Thing is, after she left, I ended up having a girlfriend. But I told that girl I didn't want a girlfriend either. So it was funny because now me coming out to L.A., this girl just got out of a relationship, so she's in the vibe of, oh yeah, I don't want to be in a relationship or whatever. Even though girls' natural tendency is to nurture a relationship. It's the masculine element that really wants to have no strings attached. Women can't really afford to do that. <laughs> Their bodies are too valuable. 
Whereas a guy, he can just shoot his seed off and be like, yeah, no strings attached. But the moment a woman gets pregnant, she, she can't be getting pregnant from a guy that's like, oh, no strings attached, baby. Sorry. You know, like, <laughs> so that's why women really care about fostering an actual relationship. And that's how the moon is related to the home and cancer. And literally, this girl is a cancer. So with me as a Taurus and her as a cancer, we're very much in astrological alignment with one another. Funnily enough, my girlfriend uh, in college was also a cancer. So cancers are super nurturing. Shout out cancers. They are so nurturing, especially to me as a Taurus. And that's, hey, there it is. The cancer water comes together with the Taurus earth. That's how you create your own simulation for real. Combine the Taurus with a cancer, you have a self-sustaining psychedelic simulation. The earth grounds all the connections that the cancer is expanding upon. All the emotions that the cancer is expanding upon. The Taurus makes sense of that so that trees can grow. So it was multiple acid trips where I was testing this telekinesis and completely getting proven right that um, made me believe in superpowers, made me actually viscerally, physically, fundamentally believe in anything being possible and how that's made real through the mind. And then the mind builds the body so that we can ground the idea of anything being possible and we can relate upon it consistently. And that's everything that we see in movies and everything. All religions is spirits figuring out how to ground the idea of anything being possible in the body. And that's where everyone's idea of God is individual to their spirit. Pretty lit. So I'm very grateful looking back, even though I'm super in debt with this apartment and my bills and everything. I've been able to build this website and learn so much about how all the messengers of Mercury are connected by one space in my time living in California for these past two years. I had no intention of moving out here when I came to visit my friend, but this is the whole point of going with the flow. I went with the flow and I'm seeing how the flow itself is all of our souls clashing into one another to create a body of water called the universe. So everything that I've experienced has only been possible because all of our souls, aka our minds are carrying our souls. Our minds are producing the water that allows our emotions to clash into one another. And that literally looks like our heartbeats vibrating our cells into existence. And now we can relate with this bigger body of water based on our astrological anatomical alignments. Always ascending academy. Look at all those A's for Asia, America, and Africa. Very nice. Very nice. Asians are indigenous. Africans are indigenous. Americans are indigenous. All indigenous cultures in the ancient world were using the technology of Atlantis and Mercury to activate their awareness and ascend throughout space and time. For infinity and beyond literally all that good shit so it's funny looking back at all the processes all the labor and experiences that i've gone through to build this website and build this podcast and create these videos 
and looking back on my life and seeing how I've had to completely turn off my awareness so I could let white supremacists indoctrinate me into their system. And now I'm supposed to figure it out and make the connections that spiritually make sense from the perspective of Mercury. Because for the first time ever, I'm in this space where I can actually make connections that spiritually make sense for me versus making sense for Masons. My entire life has been making sense for Masons. The reason my spine is deformed, the reason I have pain in my spine from it being misaligned is because I've been serving Masons my entire life, literally. I'm using Decolonize Your Face to realign my spine every day, but it's a process. Even right now, literally. I'm moving my teeth back into position. I'm pushing my spine back into position. But it takes time. Because it took time for it to move out of position. All because I was supporting how Masons use their racist religions to rape me and lie about my history. And now I'm creating my own health problems as the bank gives me bills. And I'm supposed to stress out over paying these bills because I, as Spider-Man... Am supposed to be responsible for holding the Mason system together. Boo. Big boo. My spine is so messed up from going through school. My teeth are so messed up from going through school. Damn though. My spine was just hurting, but after moving my teeth and moving my spine with my arms just now, I've relieved that pain. Nice. And it's awesome how fast you can fix your skeletal structure when you just dedicate your time to it it feels fast internally it makes a world of difference just that little millimeter of shifting like i'm literally experiencing and feeling the cracking and popping in my face right now from making my teeth wider and by making my teeth wider i'm also straightening my spine because the more crooked my teeth are the more my teeth fall into my skull the more my spine gets out of alignment because it doesn't have room to breathe, literally. And because my mom took out that $5,000 loan for braces, my teeth are super pulled into my face. They use their Masonic metal to mutilate me so hard. So my wisdom teeth are so impacted. They're so far underneath my gums. My teeth in general are just so far pulled in. And that's what braces do to you. They worsen your malocclusion by pulling your teeth in. And now you don't have nearly as much space as you should for breathing, eating, or functioning as a normal human being. And this was essential on my life journey because I did not know growing up at all that mercury was the teeth. It was only once I got into this apartment and I started doing my own research, I started doing my own investigations, that I was able to learn that Mercury rules over the teeth and that the ancient world identifies Mercury as a god of communication because Mercury built the structures that allow spirits to connect with one another. And now that's been my whole journey of stepping more into that and me not being able to run away from how I make these natural connections. No one else has made these connections about teeth or the spine 
or how to heal the body from the inside out. Wow, I literally just undid a good amount of discomfort because I was pushing so hard. And that's the thing, when your bones are out of alignment, they really want to go back into alignment. So I find that once you know how to reset your bones yourself, it's not hard. It's just a process of having to do it. But the bones are happy to move into the positions that they need to be for your body to have more space to conduct chi. That's really what it comes down to. When you see people with sharp ass cheekbones and huge jawlines, they're physically attractive as humans because we can see that they have a healthy relationship with space. So literally, this is subconscious. When we see people with sharp cheekbones, with wide cheekbones and like wide jawlines, we naturally view them as healthier than people who have sunken in cheekbones, narrow jawlines, right? Small chins. As humans, we naturally identify people with stronger face structure as being stronger personalities. And people identify that if you have a softer face structure, you have a softer personality. So it's all about the bones, literally the earth that you're standing upon. If you weren't living a lifestyle that was productive for your earth, then this is where your teeth are going to fall into your face. That's how most people in the modern world develop malocclusion. They develop tooth problems because they're eating foods and living a lifestyle, sitting all day every day, looking down all day every day, where their teeth are not given the proper resistance to stay in place. And then this is where it ties to your tongue. So, I mean, people know this on the internet now, but your tongue affects your face structure. The whole point of holding your tongue in the right position is that it prevents your teeth from falling in. So when you know that you need to hold the proper tongue posture to stop your teeth from falling in, that's then going to connect to your spine, literally. Because the more your teeth fall in, the more crooked your spine becomes. This is something that no chiropractor has ever talked to me about and I've never seen anyone in the chiropractic community talk about. So this is my caduceus wisdom as Ningajita, Hermes Trismegistus. And this is what I have to do as Mercury. So this is the information that I'm meant to expand upon. This is what my life has been invested in naturally. Before any word related to Mercury or past lives was attached to it, I've cared about the skeleton and the structure of how we build our bodies and how our bodies are affected by the structures that we use to communicate with one another. So literally when I feel this popping and shifting in my face as my teeth expand, I get more room to breathe. My face literally feels stronger. My bite feels stronger and I feel less pressure put on my spine. So now my spine can be in a little better alignment with the rest of my body than it was before. So this is all important for the Kundalini, all important for the chakras, all important for the physical health of our nervous system. The more misaligned our spines are, the less optimal our nervous systems can actually function. Yeah, that's wild. I'm making a lot of progress right now. Let me focus. 
on wrapping up this story. So in my time in this apartment, as I'm working on this business, as I'm growing and learning with my old friend, Bradley is talking to me a lot because we were talking a lot before I came out to California. Now, I mean, ever since I started really getting into my past life exploration bag and building this website, I stopped having time to entertain um, people's emotions. But for Bradley, it was important to keep talking to him because he was still hanging out with that cannibalistic Christian family. And let me make this uh, quick, right? Because he told me a lot of things. There are, there is a lot of things. But overall, the gist was this. As he was spending time with them, he was realizing that he didn't want to keep spending time with them because he didn't like the way that he felt around them. He felt like he got a bad vibe from them. He felt like they were kind of up to no good. And this is then where, because we talked so many times. So there is some point, and I was surprised because he kept talking badly about these people. And at some point I responded, well, the only reason you would keep talking badly about people that you don't want to be with is because they have things that you want. And he was saying, oh, I don't like to think of myself as a consumer. I'm a creator. And I responded, right, but what are you consuming from this family that you feel like you still need? And it was having conversations like that where we were getting him to realize that the only reason he was still spending time with these people was because they were providing a home for him because he moved out to California on his own. So they were providing Luke or Jake. <laughs> Jake was had opened up his home to him. And that's why they also then called me a, their son. Because they said, oh, if your friend can come. I don't think they expected me to be black. <laughs> but I have no idea. All I know is I was the only person of color in their whole ring of people. And again, Jake was excusing someone he thought I was going to meet because that guy is so racist. He must say things that are actually very offensive that Jake has to warn me about. And he has to tell me to be quiet so that I can use my blackness to support that guy. So Bradley continued to work there, but he was talking to me for months about how he didn't really want to be relating with these people. But it was clear that he was still relating with these people because he needed their stability. And once he identified that with himself, then that's where he started to split from them. But also it was like things weren't getting quite that heavy yet. He, um, Jake's mom, the lady, that's a whole different part of the story is me interacting with Jake's family. <laughs> I didn't mention them because I'm not... I'm talking more so about the lumber mill and the operation at the lumber mill. But clearly the family of Jake is involved because they're all really tight together, working for the same system in that way. But it was Jake's mom who, as a physical trainer, was bringing Bradley into the family by hiring him to facilitate yoga flows. So that was the whole thing here, where... Bradley 
as a certified yoga instructor was not only getting paid by Jake's mom to do yoga for her class, but then he started doing it for the lumber mill too. So he was very happy and excited about bringing yoga to these people. You know, a bunch of white people doing yoga, big in America, right? This, <laughs> this is a huge vibe that Masons are making infinite money out of. Gotta love colonialism. So here's a huge, huge point as we wrap up this story. Bradley said that he was teaching a yoga flow for the lumber mill. And so again, he's working for them after I leave. He's still working for these people. But he's talking negatively about them to me, about how they have bad vibes. He feels weird about them. He said explicitly, and in one of these conversations, this is where he told me that Sally was making comments about harvesting me for my scent again. But then more like more explicitly, oh, he also said Sally made some joke about eating babies. But that's separate from this joke about eating babies. So there were a few baby eating jokes. And the main one that he wanted to bring my attention to was that he was instructing a yoga flow for them. And there was some point where Sally said about her daughter, the daughter that we had tripped with in the desert. I, I don't think I ever gave her a name. Um, whatever. That daughter, Sally's daughter. Sally said explicitly, according to Bradley, which I believe him because he's being a messenger and investigator as well subconsciously, it seems. But also, I mean, maybe you don't forget when someone says something like this and it goes against your morals. And it's not funny. Sally said as a joke, but also a statement joke to prove how much her daughter likes some sauce. She said, oh, my daughter would eat honey mustard sauce. If I'm not mistaken, that was a sauce. They were talking about sauces that they liked. So that's something they were talking about sauces that they like to eat on meat. And Sally said that her daughter likes some kind of sauce. I feel like it was honey mustard. But I may have forgotten that. But the point was, Bradley told me, Sally said that her daughter would eat this special kind of sauce, even if you put it on a baby. And when he told me that, I immediately thought, oh, they eat babies. It's because they eat babies. And it's not about, oh, I would eat that even if I put it on a baby. Clearly, the point is they have putting the sauce that they put on meat, on baby meat in mind. And they're making a joke about how the sauce is so good, they would eat it with baby meat. Is that funny? Is that funny or is that just exposing your intentions? Or is that really just off the wall funny? And also, is that moral? <laughs> to think about someone who would want to make a joke 
out of saying that they would eat baby meat if it had the right sauce on it. For a mother to make that joke about her daughter, that's some family cult shit. So Bradley wanted to bring this to my attention because it struck him wrong. And it struck me wrong when he said it to me. And it just yet again confirmed everything that I'm sharing here because I was already making these connections from me being there. But then it's weird because there's a whole section of my time where me being in this apartment, I'm able to watch all these TV shows that the Masons are releasing in the pandemic on all their streaming platforms. And cannibalism is like the whole vibe. It's crazy. Even in Marvel's What If show, they literally have an episode where Black Panther is having his leg fed to the Scarlet Witch. The same Scarlet Witch, the same exact character, Scarlet Witch, who in Doctor Strange 2 is hunting down America Chavez to cannibalize her for her energy. So this is literally the vibe here. I wish it wasn't, but this is what white people are on. This is their entire culture. Cannibalism. Christian cannibalism. And they justify cannibalism because they worship the idea of eating the children of God. And then they make jokes about it. Because it's funny to them. And they want to relate upon it further. Versus just not supporting the idea at all. Pretty wild. And further, they got a whole deal from the government where they were able to get access to a much bigger warehouse space. And Bradley said that Sally made a sign stating, this is our time now. <laughs> and it was a sign, a white sign with red letters, bro. <laughs> like, imagine the comically aggressive cartoon version of a get out sign. He said it looked like that with the statement, this is our time now. And the question that I would want to ask them is, who is us? Because from my time there, clearly, if they're saying this is our time now, they're just talking about white people. It's white people's time now. <laughs> it's white supremacy time now. <laughs> but then that muddies things super hard, especially, but this is how they weaponize our culture. They cannibalize our culture and then put on blackface. And that's the equivalent of what this business is doing. Because he sent me a picture that they posted on their Instagram where on this new warehouse they moved into, they're literally marketing their lumber mill with an indigenous woman. And I never felt so much disgust. After all the connections that I had been making and just understanding the history of America for them to put that up and for me to know that they don't actually support indigenous peoples like that at all, I saw right through it. I saw, based on my personal relationship with them, that they do not care about Native American women. They are using this image of a Native American woman to sell their business. And honestly, it really looks like their disgustingly fucked up version of doing blackface.
where in their minds, in their world, because they cannibalize so many indigenous peoples, because they must be eating so many babies, they must be eating so many children, they feel like they can sell the image of what an indigenous person is. And it's so fucking gnarly that that is exactly why white people put on blackface in the music industry. Because they'd been eating their slaves and they felt like eating black people would give them the power to make better music. And it's all this satanic desire of cannibalizing us for our creativity. And they build their religions out of it. So through a bunch of counseling sessions, which of course I'm not at all being paid for. It's all pro bono because I'm Spider-Man doing it at my expense because who knows what I could have gotten done or accomplished uh, doing other things versus not helping him. <laughs> but the point is life doesn't happen alone. And they're really trying to pull him into that shit. And that's, nope, that's not it. And I know he doesn't resonate with that, but he's not nearly as psychic as he desires to feel like he is. And I've already proven that to myself many, many times. And proven that to him. Based on him thinking he can psychoanalyze me and being completely wrong. And now he's just projecting his insecurities. It was through multiple, many, many talks that we finally got him to the conclusion. Like, there was a situation where he was working for Jake, and he said that he felt like he was on an auction block at some point because he was working at Jake's stand. But then the people that Jake brought over to him, it, it just started feeling like he said that he was low-key being pimped out. And that's where then I was listening to him complain about how Jake basically views him as a worker. But then the things that he wants to relate on, Jake doesn't want to relate on. Even though they were getting along so well. And it was just funny. It showed me that we are not twin flames. <laughs> Especially, it's just so funny looking back and seeing how much in love he was with Jake. And them being soul brothers, but then Jake is telling him to stop spending time with me and that he'll beat me up because Bradley is lying to him about the pretense in which he brought me to L.A. Like, that's just, just so much chaotic energy. None of them are my family. <laughs> now, I can let them be part of the family, but from a real spiritual perspective, they're obviously not in the same universe that I am. Those spirits are not at all coming out of even the real same waters that I am. But the point is, we're connected by the water that we create together. And this is where we can all feel relatable with one another. And we can extend our families, extend our branches. But you never want to dilute your family too much, right? Can't dilute your family. Blood runs thicker than water because it's made up of fire, air, and earth as well <laughs> to become the metal plasmoid that flesh can be derived out of, that fiber can be derived out of, that living wood can be derived out of. 
So I remember when Bradley finally decided that he was going to stop spending time with these people. It was a solid five to six months after I had gotten out of there. Literally, a good half a year. Until he felt like morally he couldn't work for them anymore. Based on everything they were showing him and how they were treating him. And the connections that we were making. The conclusions that were being made. So, yeah, he probably hasn't talked to them since. Because they really were trying to get him to do more yoga work for him. And he said that he would. But then he just ghosted them. <laughs> he literally, he ghosted them. Um, Well, he told them that he wasn't going to work for them, though. But then they were trying to pull him into something else. And I think he ghosted that offer. So he did tell them that he was going to be too busy to keep teaching yoga for them. Because at some point, he got into a moral dilemma of if he works for these people that he's almost completely sure are cannibals based on the comments that they're making. And I'm there supporting it. Like, yeah, you know, you called me into that circumstance. And I can affirm based on <laughs> my relationship with space <laughs> at this point, And it's only gotten deeper. Yeah. They are a cult of Christian cannibals. And this is way more normal than any American actually wants to think. And it's right here in the culture of Christianity in the first place. But Atlantis has called me here to bring this to the light. So I'm seeing that this is my job as Tehuti Trismegistus, as Quetzalcoatl, the Spider-Man, dealing with negative thoughts that I, as a god, would not create for myself. So now I'm supposed to relay the message as Hermes that we are all infinitely individual gods who are choosing to connect with gods outside of ourselves. And your body is made of infinitely individual gods aka spirits that are choosing to experience their elements in a relatable way. And that's why we can all be here making sense of our lives and expanding upon elements and light and energy and consciousness and water and the fundamental building blocks of life. So this is important that I do this because... It really is connected to fasting. I mean, of course, yeah. Been fasting for years. I've fasted way longer than Jesus or anyone that anyone in this reality worships for fasting. So no one has any authority to tell me to worship their religion. And then especially when I'm literally Mercury, Odin, Tehuti, Hermes, all is one space, holding this entire universe together with my subconscious mind, with my universal soul, with my awareness creating bodies that stabilize the chaotic emotions of spaces outside of myself, yeah, this is important. And no one should be cannibalizing babies. No one should be cannibalizing children when they can just fast and be happy alone. That's the difference between good and evil. Fasting versus cannibalism, and it's right there in Christianity. You can either connect with God directly by fasting, or you can make up a demonic religion that says you eat the children of God to go to heaven 
instead of fasting to talk to God yourself. And now you're going to logically be the demon in your own life where you make up excuses about how you can't fast to talk to God. You can't do what Jesus did to talk to God. You can't walk on water to talk to God. You need to eat his flesh instead. You need to cannibalize the creations of indigenous individuals and then lie about the history instead because that's how you go to heaven. And this is how Quetzalcoatl, as a creator of the Americas, created a web that has trapped evil. So America was land of the free before Masons invaded and weaponized hermeticism to turn it into land of the slave. And now we're all supposed to grow as infinite individuals, knowing that we're choosing to connect inside of a universe that allows us to make our minds relatable, real eatable, real eatable with one another. Just don't eat my body. <laughs> you can consume the knowledge that comes out of my mind. You can real ate with that, but don't consume the flesh that comes out of my mind. Like the doctors do when they take our foreskins. But these are their racist religions. Raping indigenous cultures and erasing the true history of how we created Earth out of water. So, shout out Bradley for making that whole circumstance possible. Because I definitely enjoy dancing with demons. I, I can say that for sure. Do I want to live with demons? No. Do I want to have a family with demons? No. Now, of course, the point of a demon is it's the earth element, but the actual energy of being a demon is feeling like you need to consume earth to feel good about yourself. And that's where I don't really want a family of demons because a family that consumes my earth is going to leave me with nothing and they're going to get me killed and I won't actually be able to build. So I have to be with a family that wants to produce my earth and that's where my family really isn't even here. My family is straight up astral realm in the Atlantean universe, the Mercurian universe, bringing rain into this universe, bringing elements into this universe, expanding life second by second. So that's where I'm very grateful that I have an infinite family that doesn't consume my earth, but they want to produce my earth. They don't want to consume my earth to feel good. They already feel good. So when they see how my earth feels, they believe in it and they want to produce it further. That's the power of water and earth creating wood. Mercury and Atlantis create the symmetry. Now, if you don't believe me after this entire story, this recounting of events, that I made it out of a cannibalistic cult of Christians who are getting paid to harvest indigenous children of all forms, then do let me know why. I would love to know why you feel like when people make jokes, it's not coming from a deeper place of what they relate with. Because here's my thing. 
as I already said when I was introducing this story episodes ago, if you don't support an idea, you're going to find it hard to uh, vibe with that idea. So this is literally the, the process of internal fusion and friction. Think of an idea. The idea is the fire, is the fusion. And then you vibing with it and either loving it or hating it is the friction. So if your emotion is friction and the idea, the thought as the fusion, I really, in my experience, have seen and feel like if you don't already vibe with a certain idea, if you don't already vibe with a certain frequency of thoughts, then making jokes about those thoughts will not make you laugh. They will not make you feel good. They will not produce the pleasant friction where you feel literally pleasure. Because you don't support that idea, like Bradley and I, when we hear jokes like that, we feel displeasure. Because we see that you're trying to normalize something that isn't funny to us. And now we kind of have to wonder, why is that funny to you? Why is cannibalism, sex trafficking, rape, and murder funny to you? And this is where we get the balance, right? Of, yeah, one can laugh at things that are uncomfortable to release tension. But if you as an individual want to consistently make jokes about eating babies, chances are it's genuinely because you are interested in eating babies and you are looking to relate on that with other people outside of yourself so now you're trying to normalize the idea of eating babies by getting people to feel pleasant friction as they fuse with that idea and then that's going to create the atmosphere where everyone can actually experience eating babies with that special sauce or harvesting chase for his scent gnarly so I've had to super learn how to trust God, but my relationship with God is literally everything that you're seeing with this website. This is my relationship with God out in the open. This is what God has put me through so I can learn about myself. So now I'm not talking about God like I'm God. I'm saying God is all the spirits outside of myself. This is what all the spirits outside of me, all the spaces outside of me have put my space through. So I can learn about my relationship with God. All the gods outside of me have worked as the concept of God. So I can learn about my relationship with my own God, which is the space that my mind is coming from. Literally. So I'm glad that I'm safe now because that was a very funky time. Bradley has commended me i think that's the word when you commend someone he has given me praise of sorts based on being able to handle that environment because things got funkier and weirder after i left and he was reflecting upon it in his own time clearly for him to uh appreciate that i went through that with him so i'm glad that he's so empathetic i'm literally so glad he's so empathetic because that's what life is all about, for real, for real. That's what we're talking about here, for real, for real. Life is truly about empathy. For some reason, Christians would rather create cults where they want to cannibalize the children of God instead of 
actually empathizing with the children of God? Why can't you guys just do what we do to connect with God for yourself? Why do you need to eat us and build a government that gets to lie about it and make money creating systems that cannibalize us and lie about it just to then talk just to then talk about it in your Marvel movies and all your media and overall your religion? Like something's got to change, right? It's not in my control. But I hope that me doing this podcast is me creating some kind of change from the inside out based on how I'm aware of these ideas and these things and how everything connects. Because I don't think I went through that for nothing. I don't think I'm building this business for nothing. I don't think I'm planting the symmetry for nothing. I'm not doing this podcast for nothing. I don't make art for nothing. Everything I do is for something. And at that point, that's where we get the Virgo energy. Because something is only going to be a thing if you're relating it to structures, individuals outside of yourself. Which means that you have to build structures. And now one has to focus on being in hell. Virgo has to think about being in hell the most. And being clean in hell. Being clean with one structure. That's where all this fasting comes from. I'm so aware that I'm in hell that I'm forced to be much more responsible for my structure. That looks like me being stressed out over health and the wellness of not just myself, but all the individuals that I care about. And then that's where you get the self-sacrificing energy where Virgo will sacrifice its own health to help the individuals around them. And then that's toxic Virgo because you can't really be sacrificing your own health to help other people's health. That's not healthy. <laughs> so Virgo has to learn how to not be so toxically self-sacrificing. And that's my whole point with Spider-Man. The only reason Spider-Man is poor in the comics is because he doesn't apply his mind to actually making money intelligently. And it's so frustrating because I've been trying to do that ever since I got out of school and I had a job where I was doing that, but then the pandemic took that job from me. As did it did with most people who were working small jobs. Obviously, the big businesses and the big people got infinitely way more money. Is so much like I'm pretty sure the pandemic was the one of the biggest wealth distributions in history. But I'll have to get back to you on that. I'm pretty sure it was though. Um, but maybe it wasn't. So don't quote me on that. I would have to do research and get back to you on if that lines up with the straight up cold hard facts. But it was a major distribution of wealth from the lower class to the higher class. And that's where America's having all these talks of how the pandemic, the pandemic is actually working to get rid of the middle class. So there's only going to be a lower class and an upper class. And that's exactly what the oligarchs, the Christian cannibals, want. That's exactly how they're using their money to manipulate everyone. That's where they want to take it, yes. They want life to be like Hunger Games. There's a reason they made Hunger Games and made that relatable for all of our children. All of our children are supposed to relate on Hunger Games because that's where they want to take this system. That's where they want to take us. 
killing and fighting each other over scraps because they're entertained. They're entertained by genocide and violence and murder. Because that's how they want to play Odin. That's how they want to play Mercury. That's what they want to use their all-seeing eye to observe. All of you, all of us, raping and murdering and killing and harming each other chaotically as they make money off of the way that we do that. And that's really what America is. That's why Spider-Man fights the government. And when you see these Spider-Man games or just read Spider-Man comics, it's him having to fight the Christian cannibalistic white supremacist government that is using technology to terrorize the indigenous spirits that creates nature. And Spider-Man doesn't get paid for his job because it's meant to normalize you being a slave and serving a system that doesn't pay you shit. And now you're supposed to be stressed out over getting kicked out of your apartment. And because Marvel taught you that Spider-Man as a superhero deals with this, now this is normal. Now we're all supposed to relate and look up to the idea of not being able to pay one's bills because we sacrifice our souls to serve a system that doesn't serve us. Boo. <laughs> boo. Big boo. Boo. Very fucking whack. Boo. So that is the end. That is the conclusion of my time in San Diego. Now, there's much more that I'll just touch upon in the podcast, but I wanted to lay all that out as an atmosphere so you know where this business is coming from. It's coming from me fasting in college, but then it's coming from after I fasted in college and traveled to Africa and South America and Florida <laughs> to then come out to California, you can see my mental development on how I've grown into sharing the history of this universe and the history of the Americas. And you can understand how personal this is to me. Dealing with cannibalism is very personal to me. Cannibals are causing climate change. I can say that for sure. I know that without a doubt. It is cannibals who are causing climate change. The same people who worship the concept of eating the flesh and drinking the blood of Jesus Christ are the same people who are destroying the environment, raping animals, enslaving humans on a banking system, and then lying about all of our history. It's very obvious. It's very clear. So this is what my art is going to be about. I'm doing this for the entire universe because this is what I was called here to do. No matter how anyone, any human outside of me feels about it, I have very visceral, real, tangible experiences using fasting, using DMT, using psychedelics with spirits outside of myself to where I can see how the astral realm creates the physical realm. I can see how our minds build our bodies. That's why psychedelics are so lit. That's why fasting is so healthy. That's why religions worship the idea of using fasting and psychedelics to talk to God. They just do it in occult ways, not out in the open. If you're someone who's been trained to be indoctrinated in normal white supremacy, 
the whole point is these puppet masters who stole psychedelics from Kessel Quat want to weaponize them against you. So the best way to do that is to teach you that they're drugs. And instead, you should eat sugar every day and you should eat meat every day. You should drink dairy every day. You should consume antidepressants every day instead of doing DMT. DMT is the ultimate antidepressant and it's non-addictive. It's literally completely non-addictive. People are scared of doing it. Everyone in my life is scared of doing it. Literally. People are so intimidated and frightful of DMT. Even like people that I've talked to on the internet and in my courses, people who get into my courses, I have a few people in my courses. Shout out you. <laughs> Shout out all of you. You you few individuals who have gotten my courses, your money has taken me a long way to being able to continue producing this content. So I could cry. Thank you so much. And I'm glad that you're investing in yourself and that you're getting the benefits that you're looking for. It's lit. It's lit. Thank you for believing in me. He 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 he. And believing in yourself. Because if you believe in me, then that's a reflection of how you believe in yourself. This is a whole issue with Christians or people who don't want to fast. If they don't want to believe in themselves, then they're not going to. And that's going to lead to them choosing to not believing in you. So that's where I can fast for years like I have. I've fasted for years. But the Christians in my life still don't believe in me because they don't want to believe in themselves. And because I'm on their level, because we're all having one human experience here, they would much rather sacrifice the idea of fasting and support a cannibalistic government instead of believe me and do it for themselves. So I literally have to build this business alone from the inside out because everyone's thoughts and feelings outside of myself are basically designed to hold me back. That's what I've experienced with fasting for years. This entire system holding me back and everyone's trained to hold me back. Everyone's trained to tell me that I'm crazy for fasting and I'm not supposed to do that and that it's actually not healthy. I'm just supposed to go to a church and make money for buildings where I'm taught to worship the concept of killing people who fast because that's healthier. That's been my entire life. No way. I can't live like that anymore. As Chase, that's fucking ridiculously retarded. No way. That's what's causing climate change. No way. That's white culture cannibalizing indigenous spirituality. No way. Cut you. Not fuck you, I cut you. I cut all that energy out of my life. And that's what I'm working on doing as I'm working on changing my life and creating art that will decolonize this atmosphere from the inside out with the straight up truth. The just the straight up truth. And that's where if you want the truth for yourself, then you're going to want to fast. And you're going to want to do psychedelics. You're going to want to do DMT. And recognize that when you fast and perform breath work, you produce the DMT. That will allow you to have a psychedelic experience. So know that DMT is literally the most natural substance ever. In the biological instance of psychedelics, DMT is literally so natural. It is produced in all living things on planet Earth most living things, right? Let's not make a whole ultimatum, but it's, it's 
white people's science has shown us is produced in most living things. And that's because it is so innate to our spirituality. It's so innate to us seeing how our minds build the body, how spiritually we create an astral realm, a metaphysical rainbow that allows us to manifest structures in which our minds can manipulate matter. Space becomes infinitely complex when you get into that metaphysical side, but everything is infinitely simple when you see it from a purely spiritual perspective. And that's the point of having clarity. That's the point of me being here, creating Chaser Genes, having these courses, doing what I'm doing. I want you to have clarity so you can see where your mind is coming from. Once you see where your mind is coming from, now you can understand why and how you're building a body that allows you to relate with other individuals. From there, we have no reason to keep fighting each other. No reason to support genocide and war and rape and cannibalism and racism and sex trafficking. We don't need to support a government that organizes genocide to make money for itself and entertain its little puppet masters. But the whole thing is, if you want to do that, then I can't make you not do that. So here I am talking to myself, <laughs> literally doing this podcast, talking to myself with the intention of talking to you, the listener. And if you vibe with this content, then feel free to join chaseyourgenes.com. It doesn't cost any money to put your email in. Okay, we just care about getting the truthful information out of how Mercury and Atlantis create a universe where all of us as individuals can experience our consciousness. You know that your spine is your caduceus. You know that your spine as your caduceus allows your mind to work through your nervous system so that you can relay the messages that allow your consciousness to manipulate your muscles. Boom. You know this. So expand upon this knowledge at chasergenes.com. Because life only gets better from there. No excuse for cannibalism at this point. When you know that your body is made out of water, you just drink water. And then from there, you're relating with God in a higher vibration. Because water fasting raises your vibration. So you can be more aware of what your higher self wants for you. Because that's the whole idea of the higher self. That's your spirit, your spirit self, your space self. You as a spirit are experiencing yourself as a structure. This is my whole thing with chasism. Space, soul, structure. So your structure is your lower self. Your space is your higher self. And then your soul connects these so you can be aware of how your spirituality is correlated to the physical reality that you find yourself in. So if you would like to expand on all that, you know where to find me. Okay? So, this was fun. <laughs> I'm realizing for me that this is literally where I'm supposed to make video games about this. I don't have the money to, but I have the mind and the ideas and the connections. And I want everything to be as historically accurate as possible. Which means that I have to stay tapped into Mercury because Mercury is the truth. Mercury is the truth because Mercury categorizes and holds on to all of our stories. So the whole point of Mercury 
is making everyone's imagination relatable because everything is a lie before it becomes a truth. So now Mercury really cares about documenting the experiences that spirits have shared inside of one circumstance. That's why I was called away into this universe to clear up the truths of history and health and how our anatomy is aligned with astrology because this is the point of Mercury on an interdimensional universal metaversal level. So I know this. That's just where I as Chase, I am cut out. I'm specifically cutting myself out of so much information and knowledge from Mercury because the point is I'm living a Spider-Man life right now where I am consciously pulling my punches so I don't project <laughs> too much power, right? As Spider-Man, I'm consciously pulling my punches so I don't project too much power and end the game too soon because I like to see other spirits play and I don't want to just come out and kill everyone immediately with my fire. So my spirit has me subdued so that other individuals can be seen so that I can be more the earth so I can provide more of a platform that supports individuals that I believe in because that's how I make sure I'm not really in my ego for real that's how I make sure that I'm not alone in my imagination literally and I'm comfortable here because it, it makes all the sense for me to use my awareness to support individuals that I believe in and that's what I'm realizing I'm going to have to do as symmetry to build a web that supports my space because these algorithms cut me down so much at this point i'm thinking that i'm going to take it as a message that i should stop working more from the ego fire element which is me expressing my individuality and more so working from the water soul element where this is where then we get the moon energy of us building earth out of water and then that's us knowing that our body is a costume so for me that's then going to look like me using my costumes to create videos where i support content that i believe in and now i'll be able to use this podcast and use my website and use my presence in this reality to support individuals that i believe in and that's what it means to be spider-man now, do these individuals support me? No. Pretty consistently, that's the whole crux of Spider-Man. I support people who don't support me. And now those people can make money off of me, getting any help or any money from how they're using me to make money off of me. So that's what's so hard about being Spider-Man. <laughs> and helping people who don't help you. But... It's just uh, part of the gig, I guess. Literally, it's just part of the gig. Pretty whack. That's where you just got to be happy with God. <laughs> happy with your infinitely individual spirit and all the spirits that your spirit is most comfortable with because that's going to be your godly family. So shout out all of my godly families that make the symmetry possible. I am infinitely grateful to all of you i am in a circumstance where even though physically no one in my life thinks like me 
I know spiritually I am surrounded by infinite individuals who have been using my systems to consciously support me and love me as much as I support them. And that is my Atlantean soul group. That's Anubis. <laughs> the fact that Anubis came in here just to be my dog, he's, he's my real everything there. And everyone who is in alignment with his mission and my mission to where they're in, their, their spirits are correlated to our spaces in the totality of everything. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I'm glad that we hold it down for each other. Infinitely happy. That's how I can afford to hold it down for this universe and so many other universes outside of my space. Subconsciously. And that's what you see with Quetzalcoatl as symmetry being Spider-Man. That's the whole point of Wednesday being Woden's Day, right in the middle of the week, holding three planets on one side and the other three planets on the other side. It represents how Metatron weaves the worldwide webs that connect every universe in the Atlantean metaverse. And that goes infinitely deep, infinitely far, infinitely wide. It's endless. It, <laughs> it's wild. So shout out my family. Shout out you as a listener for being such a strong spirit. Stay awesome. Keep walking on water. Breathing that fresh ass prana. Ah, basking in the sunlight. And producing art. I hope you are producing art. Because as Chase, just me being Chase, no past lives, that's all I've cared about for people in my life. But for everybody, is to make art from the heart. And that's why Mercury predates all religions. Spiritually, scientifically, fundamentally, physically, metaphysically, all the isicles. <laughs> Psychedelically, all of it. Mercury predates all all spirits ideas of religion and that's what zoroastrianism is all about that's what hermeticism is all about that's why all any religion can do if they want to make money off of mercury is weaponize my wisdom to indoctrinate people into white supremacist lies and i've let myself get indoctrinated into those lies and i still am indoctrinated in those lies right now as spider-man like right now i low-key still believe that the moon is actually a solid structure on its own and supposedly that's not true yet i also understand the wisdom of building a satellite and how the moon can be perceived as a satellite that functions to affect the water on planet earth because in reality that's why the masons shoot satellites up into the air now, when we understand that our internal moon is our soul, now we can see how our soul creates the satellite Merkaba that is our mind and how our minds build bodies on earth so we can relay messages. So the moon represents our soul creating a mind that can connect with other minds, which is why we're all connected by the moon cycles because it represents how we're all connected by our souls creating this universe with one another based on how earth is reflecting the light projected by the sun but light is literally created by our consciousness 
creating energy that allows us to experience what matters to our spirits. So because relating with each other matters to our spirits, we have all created energy that has materialized into these muscles and this physical existence. And this is where we make the universe real. Hence why I say that the universe is a cosmic weight in which we build bodies that allow us to real eight. And we can do this forever and ever. And we do do this forever and ever. So the whole point of me getting lost in these white supremacist lies is that I, as Spider-Man, am making this system work. And I'm showing you what we're all doing. We're making white supremacist ideas work based on what we see. So that's no different than racism. If I'm taught that black people are dangerous, then I'm going to use my mind to make that idea work. So now anytime I see someone who I was taught to identify as black, I'm going to feel fear. I'm going to choose to feel emotions that are uncomfortable. And now I'm going to project those emotions onto the people that I have labeled, that I've been taught to label black. And now I'm going to justify using KKK energy to cut them out of my land, even though it's not even my land because I'm stealing it from those black people in this case, right? But <laughs> as far as even just me as Chase, I was taught to be scared of black people. I was taught to be scared of myself. I mean, white people teach us to be scared of black people because white people teach us that black people are violent. Black people are deadly. White people teach us that black people are uncivilized, emotional and chaotic. When they're the ones that stole every single thing that they have from us so that they can lie to us about our own history. And that's the only way they can make money. Projection is perception. Hmm. So this is where the moon being a solid object, we've all been taught to make that work. We've all been taught to view the moon as a solid satellite. And it makes so much sense to view it like that. It, it really does make so much sense, especially when we consider the fact that we can create a moon that allows us to reflect upon the earth. But this is where one has to really seriously consider how light works and be able to understand how our minds consciously experience light before we get lost in stories that make money, aka in stories that make sense. Because we can make up stories about, make up any stories about the light that we're seeing. And once we start to make sense from that, we're going to uh, mentally build upon it. We're all going to esoterically build upon those stories and use that to stabilize how our spaces feel about connecting with one another. How our spaces feel about our memories and making our memories real, right? Because if you have good memories with somebody, then you want to keep memorizing things with them. <laughs> AKA, you want to have more experiences with those people that you have good memories with because you literally want to memorize more experiences with them so you can have more things to remember. You're like, wow, those times we hung out were good memories. Let's do those experiences more so we can have more good memories to memorize and reflect upon. So that's all moon energy. Hypothetically, one can create a moon position it as a satellite and put it in the orbit around earth and one can use that moon to observe life on earth 
but if one thinks about the moon not as a satellite but more like a light phenomenon like the sun then this is where it appears more like a rainbow and a rainbow is not a physically solid structure you can't actually land on a rainbow and grab it it's not an object it's a spectrum of light being made real based on an event that's occurring so when you understand more so your consciousness like that that your consciousness is an event it's not a thing on its own now you can see how you create the energy that allows you to be conscious of your thoughts and feelings and this is what the sun and moon represent in all universes literally so once we use our fire and water to create air that can materialize earth that earth exists inside of the air that is the atmosphere so now we're able to observe life on earth and we're going to call life light because we're experiencing the light that we imagined before we brought weight to earth before we brought our minds to one simulation so once you're experiencing earth that means you are inside of a pocket of air so that's what an atmosphere is and then the sun is going to be the fire part of the atmosphere and the moon is going to be the water part of the atmosphere so then when you understand that fire is light being projected and water is light being connected now we can see why water as the connection of light reflects lighter forms of light and then this is where water is a substance that we create by making light weight and once light becomes heavy in weight it can matter and this is where we get water and now we can use our emotions to manipulate this water and we start to alchemize it into all these different elements based on how our minds are communicating and this is why fasting is so important because when your mind is communicating in a certain way it affects your body immediately I mean literally that's the only way I'm talking right now <laughs> right I could literally only be talking right now because the way that my mind is thinking and feeling is immediately affecting my body because I'm always building my body by producing this fusion and friction that can create the energy that allows me to experience my consciousness as physical matter as relatable material that we can all stand on so this is where you have a way better understanding about the atmosphere that you're in now the Sun itself is not an object out in the middle of space the Sun is a production of light constantly being emitted by the fusion and friction of stars colliding and rubbing against one another aka water cycles so in our atmosphere as one body of water which is really many bodies of water but the point of fire and water being two elements is that once we are experiencing an atmosphere we're going to naturally have duality where for us as humans right when we're experiencing human reality animal reality 
the top of the eight, the top of the atmosphere that we are relating in is going to be fire air. And the bottom of the atmosphere that we're relating in is the earth and the water. So notice how the highest parts of the atmosphere correlate to fire and air. We look up at the sun, that's the fire. We feel the fire being rained down from the sky and that allows us to be aware of how our minds are creating this reality with one another. And now we're all breathing. We're all breathing the air that allows us to be aware of one another. And then the water and earth is what we look down at. That's the bottom of the eight because our emotions became so heavy, we created structures that allow us to real eight in a grounded way. And then this is where we know that we built our bodies out of water. We can look down. I can literally look down and prove all my points that I'm making right here. Yep, my body is built out of water. And then I look up. Oh, it's a bunch of air and my imagination. Okay, boom. Now I see that. So when I look up, I can see that I am the only individual aware of my imagination. So that brought me to this reality. And now once I'm experiencing my mind inside of this reality, I can look down and see that my body is made out of water. And if I'm experiencing a larger body, then that means everybody is made out of water because the body itself is earth and water is the vibration. And I have to vibrate at a certain frequency that allows me to create the body that can physically matter in the first place. So boom, 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 boom. Look at all that. It's lit. <laughs> so then that's where when we look at the moon, we can see that the moon is a reflection of earth and the light that is being created from the friction of our body of water with another body of water. So this is where once earth is derived out of water and we're able to experience that earth, that means that that earth is inside of an atmosphere. So once that earth is inside of an atmosphere, we're going to be aware of light based on how our body of water interacts with other bodies of water. And then this is where we get the concept of being able to see stars in the night sky and the sun being the biggest star in our night sky. And the idea of stars always producing energy because there's always a process of fusion and friction going on. It's like you can imagine every cell in your body is a star that is being created by the production of energy Every cell in your body is a star. These cells, these stars in your body are being produced by the energy that comes from the constant process of fire and water alchemizing itself into air. Your thoughts and feelings of your cells alchemizing themselves into air that can manifest as earth. So this is how cells grow in your body. So if you think about going to exercise and then you make that real, you just use fire and water to be aware of a new atmosphere. And you took your earth, your body into that atmosphere. So now you got to experience what you were imagining and you made that relatable with the body that you have already built using your imagination because you did not want to be alone in your imagination. 
So the whole point of you being able to communicate right now is that you have created a body that supports you in not being alone in your imagination. And that's all of us as humans. So yet again, I as Mercury can't get lost in any religion because I'm in the most pure space possible before a religion can indoctrinate me. That's just yet again where I'm saying I as Mercury can't get lost in any religion, but I as Chase chose to get lost in white supremacist cannibalistic Christianity because this was the subconscious Spider-Man mission that Atlantis called me here to embark upon, I suppose. <laughs> So, these Christians are super lost in wanting to control everything outside of themselves. And clearly, they're willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen. I literally can't grow my accounts. I would literally have so many more customers if they weren't cutting down my accounts and suppressing my videos. And changing the algorithms. But they, they want me to be poor Peter Parker. Literally. They want me to stay poor. So I can stay stressed out and waste my time figuring out how to hold their system together so I don't get killed by the police. So I don't get raped by the KKK. So I don't get eaten by some cult of white people who believe that they should cannibalize anyone who fasts like I do. I mean, especially again, I fasted way longer than Jesus. So if they want to eat Jesus for fasting, uh, I am not in a good position. So... I really had to protect myself. <laughs> Please protect yourself. That's the whole point of Hermeticism. Understanding uh, how powerful the mind is. Your mind is infinitely powerful. You just have to know how to use your mind. How to communicate. How to combine your fire and water so that your air can experience the earth of your dreams, not someone else's dreams. My dream isn't to be cannibalized by Christians. That's not my dream. So I have to make sure I keep my mind in a space where I can be aware of making my dreams real. And that's how I'm going to bring heaven to earth like all the past messengers of Mercury have done before. So shout out Spider-Man. <laughs> shout out Kessel Quiet. Shout out everybody who has set me up to be your trippy tripsy psychedelic psychopomp symmetry. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There are more to come next time. We will get into how Ahura Mazda aligned the astrology of water with the anatomy of Earth. Much love. Peace out. Peace in. Gang, gang.